again, workers. Welcome back to the Working Game Podcast, where we talk to apprentices from around the country, get some experiences and some of their views on what they're exposed to working with the UA and getting the best training that you can get in the piping industry. In this episode, we're going to talk to Jose Rosario from Local 210 out of Northwest Indiana. He's a busy guy. Got three years into it. He is on his second career, tried teaching first, and is also in the reserves. It's taken me a minute to get this one together. I've had to start and stop a few times, got a lot going on. Been busy all over, so let's get with it. Um, That's what I keep forgetting to get my book out. I was running a little behind today myself. It has been a crazy day. Are you still on the field, Chad? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I do uh, run a little maintenance gig at a small pharmaceutical company called Lily downtown. It's a uh, it's nonstop, dude. It just it's amazing how much it just never stops. <laughs> but it's it keeps you going. You know, it's good stuff. Having had a little outage that we were finishing up and having some control issues with uh, Cornerstone sent us a pneumatic controller for the steam reducing valve that was configured backwards. So now we can't start anything up because I can't get steam to it. And it's it's been fun, but, you know, trials and tribulations. I'm kind of interested. I, I know two tens up north of here, but just kind of curious what the what the work was like up there should be fairly similar to what we're doing, but you know, you guys are closer to Chicago and have, have that surrounding jurisdictions. So Mm -hmm. if you don't mind to go ahead and give me a quick introduction to yourself and a little bit of that information. Sure. So uh, my name is Jose Rosario out of Northwest Indiana, local 210. I've been plumbing since 2019 and I'm a third year apprentice. I took a year off the apprenticeship to join the Army Reserves. Um, so the class I started with is now fourth years. Got started in residential. I've uh, done some stints with uh, some heavy commercial jobs, you know, warehouses, um, restaurants, the like. And I'm currently at a smaller light commercial shop where uh, you got hangers in a, in a big building, but you're also running PECs underground. So that's been interesting as well. All right. I am, this is my second career, so I'm a married man, and uh, at the birth of my first child, I switched careers. I was teaching at a private school and switched over to plumbing because I have a better chance of making more money in my area than what the local teachers make. Right. That's one of those off-topic things, you know, the teachers that, the people we expect to educate our children are some of the lowest paid, <laughs> you know, it's it's not a very good paying industry, you know, mm-hmm. and they're they're supposed to be educating our future i'm not saying that they do a bad job not knocking the teachers it's just they're not compensated for what they put up with and what they do yeah and then we were pushing our our kids so hard you know go get go to college we're a college preparatory institution and um you know i'm not exactly using my degree right now turning the wrench it's almost as if it's 50 50 you gotta you got a good shot out of the way whether you go or not you can join the trades make a good living right Yep, it is good living, you know, and that's kind of part of what we're doing here is going through and it, it's really cool to get out and talk to some of the guys that are in different 
jurisdictions and doing different work in different locations and just meeting new people in general. But that's kind of what I'm hoping to do is, you know, get this information out there for people that don't know about it. It is an awesome career. I love being a pipe fitter. I love building stuff. I love taking a set of drawings and figuring it out and getting the material and putting everything together. And when you get done, it's like, man, we did this. We built this. It's one of the few careers just using your your past experience as a teacher you know you you do mold minds and you educate these people but you can't like physically see what you've accomplished you know it could they they grow up they move on they go do think great things with their life but you can't actually take pride in what they did because you can't see it what we do you build it it's there you know you can actually see it and say man i did that one of the things i really like about it just working with my hands and getting out there and doing it. It's, it's an enjoyable trade. And I think there's a lot of people, like you said, they push you towards college and try to get you to go through higher education, which you get through what we do, the apprenticeship. I mean, it is, I'm assuming your guys is, is a five-year program. Five years and associate's degree at the end. So you are, you do get the associate's degree also. There's, there's a couple of them that still don't do that. Not, probably more than a couple, but I think it was maybe 502 I was talking about. They haven't, they haven't really joined with an accredited college yet to get that degree, but they've, they've been working on it. You know, it just hasn't happened. And, you know, so there's some places out there that still don't. We do when we get done with ours, it's, you take certain courses that are required to get the accredited degree, but that's one of the steps that you go through five years, you end up with an associate's degree in applied science and it's pretty awesome, you know, and you get to go to work and get paid while you do it. There's nowhere else you can do that. You know, I mean, it's, I, I can't think of it. I mean, there's certain things with the military where they have the GI fund and stuff like that, or GI bill, whatever they call it, where you actually get credits to, toward training. And it's different though. This is totally different. And that's, I've covered it before. You, you get to spend so much time in class and you get your the UA curriculum and learn what you need to know about plumbing, pipe fit, and HVAC tech. You get to do troubleshooting, hands-on, all kinds of good training, but that's a limited amount of time through the week, you know? And then when you go out on the job for 40 hours a week, if you're not working overtime, you know, that ratio is pretty big difference, you know, and you work with a lot of journeymen that have that experience and are passing it on to you and sharing it with you. And, getting that on-the-job training that is actually documented and recorded by the Department of Labor to, to accredit the apprenticeship, you know, so it's it's all good. It's pretty cool stuff, and I think if people out there get this information from the podcast that don't want to go to college, they may see something like this, and there's, there's links in the show notes to where you can get on ua.org and find a local anywhere you're at in the nation. You know, I put my email in there welcome to send me an email and I can help them find where they need to be no matter where you're at. I mean, obviously I'm out of Indianapolis. So if you're in that area, I can definitely help there. There we go. No, plumbing's a big deal. It, I think uh, the state code starts, you know, this is the state government talking for the health and welfare of our community. Great stuff. Yeah, working out a local 440, has been a blessing to me. And one of the things that is in our motto is benevolence and leaving something better than it was when you found it. You know, the, the protection of our community 
is part of what we do. Taking care of sanitary waste and services that, that we need to get through day-to-day -day life and bettering our community is part of it. And that is something that I take pride in. And if it's something that you could take pride in, I would recommend getting in a local with the UA because it's across the country. Anywhere you're at, you can find a spot. Just go to ua.org on the homepage. There is a tab to join the UA. On that tab, scroll down to find a local union and it will bring up a menu of locals all across the country where you can find one that is close to you no matter where you're at. Check it out. If that's not good enough, go down to the show notes. You can find my email. Contact me. I can help you get you where you need to be to join this rewarding career with great benefits, great pay, and help protect our community and give you a sense of pride and purpose in what you do in your career. Again, that's ua.org. Join the UA and find a local union. So if all you see is thumbs on my screen, that's because I'm texting right now. <laughs> yeah, Bill has a fancy setup here. He got a whole camera. And that's nice. So uh, who you work for up there? I currently work for a small shop called uh, Rhodes Plumbing out of Crown Point, Indiana. Crown Point. Mm -hmm. Which is the seat of our county. And like I said, we do, we're like commercial. So today I was in a house. Tomorrow I'll be in a restaurant. Uh, it's a good well-roundedness. That's different. Do you guys have a lot of industrial work in your jurisdiction or? Um, industrial. So no pipe fitters in our, in our hall, right? We're standalone plumbing outfit. Are you? That's what I've, I meant to ask that. And I didn't. Mm -hmm. So, so I you're did, straight line plumber local. And that's, that's uh local three that I was talking about. And they're straight line plumber, you know, but there's, there's 502s combo work combo. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of interesting to see that there's places like that, that are right near us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so there's the fitters, uh, 597 here in Chicago. I mean, they're, they're big time. They're right. They have satellite campuses and, and great schooling and that city keeps, uh, you know, we're a right to work state in Indiana, but that city keeps the union work close by strong because they need yep. fitters and it, Right. Get fitters, they bring all the trades along. Yeah, that's interesting. And that's I is Illinois not right to work? I thought they were. I think they are. Uh, are they? They might be, yeah. But they, but, uh, but it's still, you know, I mean it's still all manageable with it just depends on, you know, in, in Chicago, I could see that being harder because it's just such a huge metropolitan area that nobody's gonna want to come in and work there from out of state just because the complexity of getting in and out of town and local vendors and all the stuff that you'd have to deal with but it's i couldn't imagine working in an area like that do you have to go to chicago much or do you get to stay in your area oh we get work in illinois personally i live less than 10, 10 miles from downtown uh i could barely find parking where i live so i can't imagine finding uh parking on a job mm -hmm. right <laughs> and chicago's one of those weird cities where they have a city code and you got your uh you know your 
It's like Chicago land code and the state code. But Chicago yeah. takes precedence because, you know, you carry a lot of economic power in the state. Right. But, uh, and it branches out. And that's what a lot of people, I mean, even myself, I, I haven't had to deal with that. So I don't know how big 597 jurisdiction is, but it's got to be enormous. You know, I'm sure it goes outside of the city, you know. Oh, for sure. They put weight on us, you know, you know, gas fittings up in the air. Uh, whose work is it? What is the feed? Um, we've had 597. Not that there's a rivalry, but we've had jobs where they shut us down, you know. Interesting. So we need fitters out in the job. Oh. Right. Yep. I appreciate the plumbing, though. I, you were you were just earlier talking about the, and at the end, there's an end product. But there's also, in addition to that, there, there's a way it's supposed to be. There's a right way. And in teaching, it wasn't always like that. There, there was, you try your best, every kid's different. You try to hit them at the angle. Like, the cool thing about plumbing is, is um, you know, there, there's the code book. There's wiggle room there. Sometimes right. you got to do what you got to do. But um, as an apprentice, I can appreciate that there's so much I don't know. And that the journeyman I'm with, there's so much that he does know and is willing to share with me. Like, he's showing me what right looks like. And without him in the room, well, Pipes will be connected, but maybe it wouldn't be so, so right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to have somebody like that to lean on. And I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're at is that's the way this stuff works. I've, I've been on both ends of that now at, at my age and the years of experience that I've got, you know, over the time I've been in for just over 30 years. So it's, you know, I remember coming in green as a welding jacket man, and not knowing. And the guys I work with showed me, this is how you do it. This is the way you go. And, you know, taking that and going through the apprenticeship and all that information that I gathered. And now it's, you know, I'm to the point where I'm the one that's showing the guys how to do it and, and the people that I work with. And it's, it's never, it's a cycle, a never ending cycle. And that's, that's what I'm glad to see is that there's guys like you that are getting in and appreciating that. And, and you know, at some point you're going to be the guy that's sharing the information and, and showing the, the first year cub on how to do it right, you know. It's a long ways away, Chad. <laughs> Feels that way at least. <laughs> it does. And it it always does when you're looking forward, but when you look back, it's man, time flies by. Mm hmm So <clears throat> and it, it's a tangible skill. You know, uh, I almost wish I wonder, you know, do my wife tells people I'm a plumber and I got her friends calling me, Hey, I need hey, I need this done. Can he come look uh -huh. at it? You know, can can this toilet get yep. Shower valves not not working. You know, if I was an astronaut or an accountant, maybe they wouldn't. Right. It wouldn't bother me on the weekends. You know. Yeah, yeah. Next time you go to the moon, man, you think I could hit the ride? <laughs> you never hear that one, huh? But uh, but that that's another benefit of of the trades. You know, there's there's work, and my work's gonna follow me wherever I go. Uh, right. Opportunity to to hustle and to feed feed my family, pay my bills. Um, Regardless if I have a shop keeping me busy, you know, I have my hands. That's right. Yep. Something that I go back to, you know, you're learning a skill. And that's irregardless of how you learn it, where you learn it, you know, that is something that you take with you. If you take that skill with you, it doesn't matter where you're at in the country, you know. And obviously, we're bound by jurisdiction and stuff like that. But if you and your family at some point decided to move across the country, that is also something that you can do is you can look at transferring your book to another local, you know, and, and keeping it in the UA, you know, obviously it takes a little planning and thought like that. But if even 
if you just decide that's one of the things that piqued my interest when I was younger was you could travel around the country, you know, and that's if work gets slow and there's work elsewhere in the country, you can do that too and jump on somebody else's book and, and travel. It's, it's great because you have that skill. Obviously codes are going to be different things like that. As long as you understand it and, you know, when you go to another place, you're going to be working under their contractor's license. So I would expect them to kind of show you the ropes and make sure that you, you understand the differences, you know, but Hey, look who made it. Good night, Jeff. <laughs> Got the Jose Rosario here from local 210. This is Josh Bronner. He's out of 440 as, as I am. So kind of work together brother? at times. Oh, it's going on, brother. 210 is Northern Indiana. Yeah, we're in Northwest yes, Indiana. We got uh, the state line between us and Illinois all the way to a city called LaPorte, Indiana. And as far south as Lafayette, Indiana, where Purdue University is. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so you like butt right up to 157. I think 157 is a combined local, too, isn't it? Do you guys, do you guys uh, cross jurisdiction on that? or? <clears throat> I'm not familiar. Is that south of, or east of me? That's Terre Haute. That's Terre Haute? Yep. Yeah, and I can't remember if they're I can't remember if they're fitter or if they're combined. No, I'm not familiar. Yeah, so that I mean that's just something that's something they would have to look at, you know, is if I never really thought about it because I've done work out of their jurisdiction in one thirty six and you know, you when you work for a company that gets work out of your jurisdiction, there's you know, they've got portability rules and things like that, but we typically if we get a big job, you know, they'll send supervisors over to run the job, but they'll hire out of their local, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I'm assuming that 157 is a combined local. I think it is, but I'm not positive. Okay, yeah, I'm tracking. It seems down south, west of Indianapolis and south of us, local 157. Yeah, yeah and I think they actually go into Illinois a little bit. Hmm. Look at that. Yeah, and then as an instructor, I'm, you're more involved in your average, than your average plumber, huh? You have an invested interest in seeing these the apprentices learn something. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's a it's a journey. I tell you, it, I've been instructing for about ten years, and you know, you kind of get the the hardest parts getting there. You know, I mean, just being there two nights a week, taking time away from what you're normally doing, but the the reward is nonstop. You know, I mean, it's every year seeing. Getting obviously to meet new faces, make new friends, seeing your brothers, being involved, and you know, just knowing that the the help that I'm given is going to continue. You know, even even if I was to quit instructing next week, you know, the people that I've touched are still going to be part of our future. To me, that's that's what it's all about. Just keeping the blood flowing. It's amazing. It could be as if my previous career and my current career intersect as an instructor at the hall. Right. That'd be interesting. And it is highly possible, you know, and that's part of being in the membership, you know, to keep the blood flowing. We've just like we talked about when you come up, you top out, you, you work as a journeyman and you see that interest, you know, you could get into the instructing and it, it could be anything else, you know, and that's the key is to get involved. This is our membership. It's it's our locals. It's basically funded by what we do and if you don't stay if you don't get involved and stay involved i mean somebody has to do it it's always our people so that's the best part of it is we're doing it for ourselves and our brothers and yeah i'm familiar with the, that service mentality yeah it, it's the same in the army someone's got to do it if not me then who mentality yeah and the hall's worth fighting for i think you know insurance uh, i mean insurance and retirement alone that's tempting and then 
to have people who understand, hey, things get slow in the winter. I know how it feels to get laid off and and wonder wonder where the paychecks are going to come from or, you know, have someone to commiserate with. Um, right. And when the going's good to to know what it feels like to be busy. <laughs> you don't have time to be at home with the family. You said this is basically your second career. You know, you were a teacher before and you took a little time off and, and joined the reserves, right? Or was it National Guard? Army Reserves. Okay. Yeah. And so you had had time doing that. You'd already found, you had already come into being a plumber before you went off to do the reserves. How did you find out, you know, as you were teaching, how did you find out that about plumbing? How did you find out how to get into the local or what piqued your interest? Or well, Luckily for me, Northwest Indiana and its ties to Chicago, we're union strong. Uh, the signs are out in front of people's houses. I've had neighbors who were in. So I applied to the plumbers, you know, electricians, iron workers. And at the time, business was booming. Uh, plumbers took me first. And and I have appreciated it since. But mainly I found out through word of mouth. Yeah. And it found out by word of mouth. And you just run in and put in an application or? Put in an application. With- I, I like that term you use. It's green as a, a welding jacket. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to wear a tie and be called sir. Then I became, you know, wearing a blue collar and being called kid or yep. you know, a lot more cursing. Probably a little bit of a culture shock there, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, most definitely, most definitely. But I, pre- I appreciate it. At work, you know, <clears throat> they, the mission comes first. It, you have a job to do. And, and you're usually with a guy who's pretty good at it. You know, and they... They don't need you to be as an apprentice. They don't need you to be smarter than them or know more code than them. They need they need you to be a, a good hand and uh, okay to be around. You know, I, I think right. I think we spend more more time at work than with our families and the people I've met at the hall, for the most part, family men who who can appreciate the, the sacrifice that to come eight and a half hours a day. You know, right? They know that that time should be well spent and shouldn't be stressful or our job's hard enough. You know, there's good guys here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've had some of the best times I've had have been in the shittiest conditions. It's, it's amazing. And just because of the, the attitude and, you know, the perseverance. And I think that's a lot, just what we deal with that kind of makes us the way that we are, you know, it's keeping light on some pretty bad situations, you know, it's whether it's cold weather or rain and mud and working in ditches or coal burners, it's, a lot of the stuff we do is pretty nasty, you know, and if you can go in and have a good time and get some stuff done, and that's pretty amazing, really. Yeah. Everyone should be a first-year apprentice, have a shovel in their hand for a year. I think America <laughs> would be better off. What a, so was it strictly, you said you put in applications everywhere else. Was it because plumbers took you first, or did you want to do that one, or what did you think there? You know, I haven't met a plumber yet who uh, grew up saying they were going to be one. I think, we, yeah. I think a lot of us <laughs> – we, we got some. The trade. <laughs> um, was it because the plumbers took me first? Yeah, I suppose at the time it was. I I, I didn't know better. I I think the first time I you know screwed a hole into into a stud, it, it was going in reverse. It went left, and I pushed it all the way in. Just don't stop. <laughs> um, but now now that I'm in, imagine if I was an iron worker. I don't know how when things get slow. What does iron worker do for side work? I because he'd be making trailers or, you know, I could change my mama's water heater. And that, that actually happened. You know, I was a second year and my mom's water heater went out. She got a bid for 
for some scab comp or some non-union folk for like, you know, $2,200 or something. Yeah. And I went over. Blows your fucking mind. Insane. Insane. And right. those guys are getting paid 15 bucks an hour. You know, I went over there for free. We bought the water heater for 500 and I installed it. You know, I wouldn't have been able to do that without a local 210, you know. Did, uh, <laughs> so I miss you, you apprentice journeyman. So I'm a third year apprentice and I've been in the hall for four years. Okay. So start as a trainee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a pre-apprentice. Okay. I got a couple months of work in and officially started started gotcha. my indenturement. Um, but I, I, I take the trade seriously. I, I want to learn and I, I want to, I'm sure my classmates feel the same, but, um, you know, in the contract, it says excellence of endeavor. And I thought that was such fancy language. You know, you wouldn't find a plumber saying that, but they do say it in their own way when they spend money or when they have a tool, they treat it with respect. That tool is making them money. Um, that watches, you know, how long you got, or you know, roughly how long you should, should have taken to do the job and you're disappointed it took longer than expected. Um, I think the excellence of endeavor, that phrase from the contract, uh, is stuck with me. You know, I want yeah. my pipes to look good. I want, you know, plumb, square, level, all those little things. You know, yep. you could tell a good plumber from, uh, well, from one maybe who yeah. doesn't so much. You want your shit to look good so you can talk even worse about the other guy's bullshit that's all crooked <laughs> and spaghetti piped in there. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to tell him he sucks if you're doing a bad job yourself. So, mm-hmm. all right, I know for one thing, when I'm a journeyman and, and the apprentice is coming in under rough, hopefully, you know, I'm hitting my walls. It's not always as simple as you know turning a wrench. You're almost an engineer out there. You're looking at these prints <clears throat> with very little guidance from higher from GCs or your shop owner, and you got to go out there and make it happen. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. You don't want to get Josh started on prints. I promise. <laughs> I know what yeah, I know what you don't want to start like. me on that shit. I think I've quit yeah. five times in the last month and I was only there for like a week of it. So oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that I know you jokingly saying quit, but it, some of the hard stuff, some of the chipping and moving concrete and you feel like a laborer sometimes. I'm so unlikely to quit in 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 my regular day-to-day life because it's not so bad. I've, I've done worse at work. You know, I've had longer days. I've, I've lifted more weight. I've, I've been more tired or more cold. It's okay. Right. And, and in the army, I think even this plumbing almost prepared a little bit for that training saying, yeah, well, this is just part of it. Yep. Embrace the suck and move forward. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what I was saying with having some of the best times and some of the shittiest situations. It's, it's how you look at it, man. It's a matter of perspective. You know, and the people you work with can can change all that. And just like you said, you get you get a deal with that stuff, and you look at your life outside of work and say, "Man, this is this is not so bad." Oh yeah, I have a a four year old son. He turns four in February, and um, we have like these one inch PVC fittings that he likes to play with. You know, I cut a bunch of six inch pieces, a bunch yeah. of three, and uh, he tells me, "Daddy, I'm gonna be a plumber." Not sure that I wish that for him, but um. <laughs> You know, these kids have a fascination with, you know, construction trucks and from their story time, bedtime books. And he knows his dad, his daddy's a construction worker. You know, he sees one on the road. He's like, oh, daddy, that's where you were. You know, it's a it's a point of pride. And I'm not sure how many careers out there uh, or do the pharmacists at Eli Lilly, you know, do their kids play with with the pharmacy equipment or, you know, I, I just the don't drugs. You know? yep. These kids want to have tools in their hand, the power tools. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, you're going to have to tell him how to make a 
marshmallow gun out of half inch PVC. Have you seen those? <laughs> yeah, I've seen those shoot potato yeah. shooters, all of it. <laughs> and if you do a little half inch, you can get them little mini marshmallows and put them in there and use it like a blow gun. <laughs> they got they got nice little sticky treats all over the backyard. <laughs> oh man. Hopefully not in the carpet. <laughs> And the wife wouldn't be too happy about that one. I'll wait a couple of years. Hey, whether it's getting materials you need to put together your kid's little marshmallow gun, or if it's actually piping appurtenances and products that you need to succeed on the job in your day-to-day -day career, Real Pipe and Valve has always been there for me. I was talking to Bo Real just the other day and he informed me they are preparing to make a huge upgrade. They'll be moving just a couple miles from where they are to 2456 Producers Lane in Indianapolis, Indiana. But they are going from a 65,000 square foot facility to over 140,000 square feet. That's more than doubling their capacity. With all the things that they keep in stock already, that much capacity in today's economy and the issues that you have getting your hands on pipes, valves, any types of fittings, this is going to help them provide the best service that you can find for pipe and valve supplies. So give them a call at 317-634 8421 or look them up on the web at realpipeandvalve.net. Ask for Bo or Austin Real and tell them that Chad sent you. And if you just want to stick around for the rest of the show and check it out later, go down to the show notes and you can find all this information down there. I will even leave a link to their website so all you got to do is click and go. You'll be able to order the parts that you need online and have it delivered. Yeah, I got home. I went out in the yard, took down all the rest of the Christmas fucking lights and shit. And I was like, I gotta get a shower and fucking relax. You're right. And now yeah, I gotta go good. buy more fucking beer before the game tonight. So <laughs> must be nice being a journeyman. What's that? Must be nice being a journeyman. Those are you done with school? You got nothing it's to fucking do? great, dude. I'm telling you. I know it sucks <laughs> ass right now, but it's so good. Oh man. I mean, just I don't know how close you are to the hall to the house, but. Yeah, we talked about that before. Like, I had a 20-minute drive before. It was right by my fucking house, and we moved it 40 minutes away from the last two years. And I was like, you guys did this all the fucking time? Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. It was awful. Yeah, and we took in Muncie and Kokomo, and I can't yes. imagine, you know, the guys that are in Kokomo having to drive an hour and a half to school, you know. It's amazing. You know, classes don't get out till 8 o'clock. Well, some of them, right? Yeah, what time do you guys start there? Yeah, we start here at 5.30. Okay. So 5.30 p.m. and uh, usually goes till 8. Two I nights a week? Two nights a week. Your first year, your full day Monday after that. Night classes Monday, Wednesday night. You guys have any Saturday classes? or? We do volunteer events, uh, Habitat for Humanity. We've done that a couple times. Yeah. You know, career fairs. Right. A little solidarity going for you. Mm-hmm. It's way better than what the fuck we do. We oh, Eight-hour Saturday classes every fucking year of your five-year apprenticeship. It's unbelievable how many Saturdays we have. 
Oh, so you work Monday through Friday and then go to school on Saturday. Nope, still school uh, yep. Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. You have school two nights a week. Unless you're in the weld program, then you might get a third night and they go Saturdays too. Yeah, there's there's a lot of classes we do that are on Saturday. Wow. In addition to the the classes you have through the week. Yeah, I'm not going to complain no more. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no. I'm glad when I went through, there were no Saturdays. I think <laughs> I did one Saturday for a first aid. It was off-site with the Red Cross, you know, and that's I think that's the only Saturday I did the whole time, five years. But it's way different now. But there's a lot more involved. Times have changed, you know, with the NOCCC, whatever the agency is that does the rigging certification, you know, all that stuff is done on Saturdays. There's, and it's a lot of, lot of information, a lot of math, you know, and then they actually get hands on and bring a crane out and set it up. So it's, it's hard to do that stuff in a three hour night, you know, so you come in and do it on a full Saturday and get the rigging certs and all that stuff. So. Oh yeah. No, highly trained. There's highly trained uh, tradesmen out there. Sure. I think my, my family thinks I walk around with a plunger all day or <laughs> right. no, not even close, you know? Yeah. We've got a rule up here. Anybody ask you what you do, you're a steam fitter, you're a pipe fitter. You never say plumber. Cause it's like, Oh, Hey, come help me at my house. But no, no, no. Cause that's <laughs> yeah, all that some people yeah, fucking I was think. saying that earlier. <laughs> it's, you know, and that's what you say. You say that you're a pipe fitter, steam fitter. It's a, a lot of people don't really understand what that is, you know, and, and a lot of times I even use, it's, it's basically an industrial plumber, you know, because that's what we do is pipe, you know, mm-hmm. it's just different services and, and people <clears throat> that aren't familiar with the construction industry and trades in general, you know, they don't, they don't get what a, what a pipe fitter is. Everybody yeah, tells people if you is, don't right? know what a pipe fitter is and you don't know what you do, then we're doing it fucking right. Cause I don't want to talk to you about it. Oh yeah. No one cares about pipes until they don't work. <laughs> That's right. I said, if you have heat, you have air, you've got all the shit you think you need, and you don't know how to call a pipe fitter, we're doing good. So what, uh, you were talking about your boy playing with the PVC and all that shit, and I know everybody here, we've talked about it before, like you love driving down the road, you're like, hey, look it out, kids, I did that shit, you know, I mm-hmm. built that, and you hope it's still there, and it's usually still there, and everything's still running good, and they don't give a shit in the back seat. but what's uh, something cool that you've worked on so far? What do you think the coolest shit you've done? The cool, well, the most visible, I did a stint with a shop where we were doing a bunch of loop gas stations. It's like a, a chain of gas stations that are big around here. Yeah. And I did two in my hometown on the same street, either side of the street, on my way to the city, say to go to the museum with my, with my kid. And uh, after a couple of times, he tells me, hey, daddy, you were over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the coolest, the coolest stuff is, Strangely enough, you know, if you go to an old school, 100-year-old school, and you're taking out the old cast iron, you're like, I can't believe they did this. You know, lead oakum joints, and it just seemed like a tougher world back then. Now I'm bending pecs through these stud walls. And um, and it's still there. And it's still there. still working, really, you know. So in my city, Whiting, Indiana, uh, same thing. It's all cast iron. I had galvanized pipe when I moved in. Um, you know, plumbing itself has evolved. And it's cool. It's cool. I get a hard on. I walk into a supply house and I see these nice guns that that 
crimp all your fittings for you. They even got gas crimpers now. It's insane. Um, yeah, where the industry's going. Right. Yeah, that's what I used to tell people when I first started. They're like, oh my God, I hate ProPress. That's the end of plumbing and this, the end of fucking skill. I said, look, the places that I've had to hold that gigantic fucking gun and make it fit, I was like, that's the art form that I have right now. Uh, like this son yeah. of a bitch weighs 30 pounds and I've got to twist it and all this shit where I can't see a fucking thing. It's it's something. Oh yeah. Still waiting for that technology to technology to evolve, right? Why has that gun gotta be so big? Right. Oh, I'm sure I'll be complaining that the apprentice has got it too easy when I'm an old head. <laughs> yeah, we all do. I'm sure everybody's gonna come up with something to tell them how we had it so much fucking harder and they've got it easy and that's part <laughs> of it. That's the best part of this fucking trade is when you can do that with everybody. <laughs> I don't take it easy on anybody. No point in it. No. No, and that's what, hell, when he was saying I quit earlier, working with the tools, doing all that shit, I love that. It's ever since they put me in supervision and gave me a computer yep. and put me in meetings. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Some saying way, I, man. Yeah, I'm getting really good at, like, being polite in meetings, but, whoo, son of a bitch, it was hard for me to hold back sometimes. Well. Yeah. It's a different kind of tired at night. If you're if you're tired up here, you know, laying on the couch ain't doing nothing for you. You know, you might still be thinking about the jerk of a person you had to deal with, or yeah. you know, yeah. Oh, that never happens. I'm usually the jerk in the situation, but yeah, I don't come home and think about the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a text today from one of the engineers. Who was the guy you sent to that meeting over in '87 today? I was oh, you're like, so uh-oh. full of shit. You did not. Did did he cuss too much? <laughs> did he hurt somebody's feelings? <laughs> no. You bought me a polo so I could go to these things. I'm good. Hey, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not full of shit. I did get a text from an engineer. They just couldn't remember your name. <laughs> Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's different coming home tired physically. That's bearable. You could do that. You yeah. go get a nice... Right. Sleep, yeah, yeah, it's a whole different world when you're like, Man, I I miss the days where I just worked 12 or 14 hours and I couldn't lift my fucking arms. Now I got to deal with all these people and all these fucking phone calls. And yeah, like, just let me work, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. It's just like dealing with it. That controller I've been dealing with is you know, it's a whole issue, it's holding the whole job up, it's not right, and, and you're dealing with that, that stress in your mind. But when I go over there with my bucket of tools and actually got to turn wrenches and take the thing apart, that was the happiest I've been in a week and a half, you know. Mm-hmm. I had a had a wrench in my hand, you know, it's really nice. It's way different. Yeah, but that's those- the crazy shit about this trade is like all the different ways you can go. And we've talked about that before, is you can end up in a cubicle, you can end up out in the field, you can end up supervision. All of it. Yep. You can end up with your own truck and driving around. You can end up with your own fucking company oh, yeah. if you stick with it and learn the right way and do it. Yep. Have the motivation and the drive and the discipline, you know, to get where you want to go. And that's that's a lot of it is right now in the apprenticeship, you're absorbing all this information and opening up different avenues that you can take. You know, and that's just like Josh said, you can own your own business with like what we've talked about, the the trade and the technology and everything evolving computers that get involved. It's, it's even a lot of people talk about generational gaps and calling people snowflakes. They sit in the house and play video games all day, but 
there's even a spot for that in our trade. If you get into computer aided design and stuff like that, it's, it's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, metallurgy, you know, CWIs, weld inspectors, there's, there's so much out there that you can actually specialize in and, and, and find a spot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I play Xbox. That doesn't make me a pussy, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no it doesn't it's everything else that makes me a pussy to be honest but the xbox is not right it. it's not the xbox <laughs> it's funny you brought up starting your own business i used to drive a, a little sedan four-door four-door little hatchback actually uh and now because of my aspirations and all the side hustling I, i've been doing i drive oh. a ford transit i drive like a little work van you know oh, um, damn. and and i want it i think on the job on the different shops i've been to leadership makes the day you know it, the guys like you are supervising or or going through the prints and fighting those battles for us because the the puzzle fitters put the pipes in the wrong place that leadership makes all the difference ideally i would learn from the good ones you know and maybe even learn from the bad ones but be a good one yes yeah you're always gonna learn yeah. what to do what not to do yeah i had that conversation with a guy today walking walking back to the office you know and it's it, all the all the animosity, the issues, things that you deal with. And we've even had a conversation around how it's the people and the outlook that you have. You know, I, I know we're having an issue and it's creating a problem, but I'm a better person because of it, because I've learned from it. You know, if I have this issue in the future, I'm going to know how to handle it. I know the ins and outs of what's how to what to look for, how to handle it. It's not like it's a common thing, but at least now I've dealt with it. I've learned from it and I know how to do it right next time. That's part of it is even, like I said, you're more than halfway through your apprenticeship now and I've got 30 years into it and we're both still learning. It doesn't matter how long you've been in, how much experience you have, there's always something to pick up on. I believe it. Yeah. And leadership is one of those intangibles. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you pick that one up. Yeah. I I, I guess, you know, monkey see, monkey do, but. It's not usually the Joes turning the wrench or having or bringing the the bad vibes. It, it, you know, usually someone in the office who who, who got the bid wrong and now want to push a little harder or be unrealistic. Um, the guys who turn wrenches, we we kind of like what we do. You know, yeah, you guys said you miss it. You know, it makes me think: Do right. I even want to start a business? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But it's all in how you take it. It's like I I can go there and I can spend half my day arguing with people and doing all this shit. But when I go to be with the guys and tell them what we're doing, we did, we have a fucking ball. Mm-hmm. Like yep. it's how you present it to them. Like they don't need to know all the goofy shit that I'm dealing with or that we're dealing with. Like, let's just, here's what we're doing. Who gives a fuck whose fault that was, whose problem this is. Let's do it. Let's bullshit. Let's get it done. And we always have a good fucking time. I'm, we tear shit up on the job and we have a ball. Uh-huh. And I'm sure you guys are the same way there. That's, if I'm not having fun, there's no point in me being there anymore. Spend more time at work than with our family. Yeah, you're you're right there. Yeah, and speaking of working basically with the family, being in the apprenticeship, you have much experience and experience the brotherhood and working together with people. And what what's your take on that and the membership? Yeah, we, we touched a little bit on the main points earlier. I think having guys around me who understand what it's like when things get uh, slow, right, or or who know what it's like to to be in the ditch with the shovel in a hand. Um, like I said, my family thinks I walk around with a plunger all day. I can't exactly go to them and vent about, uh, man, I got, you know, I got to take some time off and I got to use, it's not like we have PTO here. Um, so having guys who understand what, what it's about, um, 
but yeah, as far as brotherhood goes, some of my best buds are here in Paul, you know, right. uh, guys from my neighborhood, you know, who grew up like me and we just happened to be doing the, the same trade. Yeah. It's something special. Sure. I, I don't think as a teacher, I was there. A lot of teachers were, they were my teachers. They were 20, 30 years older than me. They're different here. Than, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what this, this little experience too is even as an instructor, when I went through that training, you know, it's kind of like an apprenticeship for an instructor because you have to go to school and you got to learn how to do all the stuff they want you to do and follow the, follow the curriculum and everything there to be there and see all these people from around the country. And this experience, you know, talking to apprentices from different locations and, and seeing how that works. It's not just in your local, man. It is, it is across the country. The UA is like 360,000 members strong and it's, it's, we're all in the same brotherhood. It's it's kind of cool, really. Right. I get a kick out of it. Get a little bit of get a little pumped up about it sometimes, just thinking about it. Man, it's something. Let alone how many places out there. I mean, the military is one place, but with a pension, and there's eleven bucks going into our re- retirement every hour. That's I'm not sure I'd have the discipline myself to to follow that through. You know, month in and month out. Right. It's something, but that's financial. If you're saying apprenticeship and brotherhood. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is having guys around. I'm not alone at the shop. You know, I, I come to school twice a week and I can vent and, and commiserate with them. They know what it's right. like cutting hangers for 30, 30 uh, hours that week and then fire caulking the last 10. It's not fun, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, we've all done it. We're super glad that you just kind of cut hangers for 40 hours a week now, <laughs> not us. And you'll be glad that it's them instead of you coming down the road, you know. Oh, yeah. And nobody's scared. Oh my God, he's going to take my job. At least I'm not. A lot of guys, some guys are, but most of us are Dude. not. We're going to teach you. We're going to show you. All the good ones are going to show you the way to do it. And we all get better because of it. Yeah. And it it's, goes back to what we keep talking about is keeping that cycle going, keeping the blood flowing. You know, there's those young guys, just like Josh said, I've never been worried about somebody taking my job. Come and get it. Push no. me out of the way. You know, that's. I'll keep working, do whatever I have to do, because the guys that are coming up behind me are going to be doing what I'm doing down the road. Yeah. And the journeyman, I think I look up to are the pros, you know, their their van is clean, tidy, you know. Yep. Uh, yeah, their pipe looks good. It, the contract talks about uh, excellence of endeavor. That Those are the guys that you look up to, and there's no way I'm taking their job because they're 20 years ahead, and they kind of know what they're doing, but uh, I want to be like that, and I I think right. my wife sees my truck and she sees like, you know, my part of the house, my little part of the, the basement. And she's like, what? Not where the clothes <laughs> go like, when it's dirty. Yep. Yeah. I my, get, tools, my tools are going to be squared away. Yeah. The difference between my little workbench in the garage and, and a toolbox that I would keep at work is totally different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's not start on that shit either. Good God. Oh, you're saying there's some guys you've seen with their trucks. You know, you, I don't even know where to put <laughs> stuff sometimes. It's like, oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, and that's we all do it. We've all done it. We've all been on the big job. It's like, hey, fuck all these tools. And you just throw them everywhere. I'm like, that shit drives me. I never thought I had like OCD and shit like that. I always fucked with my wife. But man, I get on so many jobs. I'm like, where in the fuck is this? I know I had this son of a bitch. So, so I tell guys, we got our carts here. And I said, I can tell you everything on my cart from my fucking house and my underwear. You motherfuckers are standing over it and you can't find anything. <laughs> like, this is fucking insane right now. <laughs> but that's how we work and we get it done man i mean that's yeah I'm, I'm sure if i had a van or some shit like that i'd have a clean one 
and everybody else that I know would have a fucked up one, and they'd be calling me to borrow shit. Right. It's bigger than plumbing. It, those are life skills, you know. It's right. Like professionalism. So you got in the championship game tonight. Do you watch football? Do you follow football? Oh, uh, you talking about uh, college ball? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Who's in it? It's Georgia, right? Georgia made it? TCU and Georgia. Oh, yeah. TCU is doing big things. Hey, Mike, you know like the development science sheet? I didn't know today's the game. Yeah, it's tonight at 7.30, I think, here. Oh, yeah, we're not going. I'm not going to class. We got to watch that. So, yeah, uh, (laughs) I think the entire world and country is rooting for TCU, but I'm pretty sure we all know Georgia's going to probably stomp their ass. But who knows? He could win big on a bet, maybe. Oh, no, I don't bet. I'll lose that shit immediately. I'm the same way. Yeah, I might as well just go hand the money to my wife and kids and just kiss that shit goodbye. It's adios. It's like when they ask me at Home Depot if I want to open up a credit card. I, uh, yeah, I'm getting in trouble over there. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's kind of funny that, that Josh asked that because I was getting ready to ask the same thing. You know, is it is there outside of work? What kind of hobbies do you have? You know, obviously you've got a, a wife and kids, so that takes up a lot of time. I get mm-hmm. that. But is it what is it that that you enjoy. Uh, so I'd say I'm, you are not going to ask about the national championship. You don't do sports. You did not fucking know that shit was happening tonight. Um, me, uh, so I'm in Army Reserve. I, I, it's supposed to be part time, but it's it's a good amount of hours in my week. Um, but in, in training and and staying ready and being ready for for war, I, I hit the gym. You know, I stay sharp. I the Army's encouraged me to take schooling, so I'm here in school. I'm on online grad school. I got to show up to classes every once in a while for that. Um, and if I'm not doing those things or hanging out with the family, then I have aspirations to own my own business. I'm doing side work. It could be a rod job. It could be a water main. <clears throat> changing out uh, shower valves. I think I did last week. This poor lady, Christmas Eve, the shower valve starts leaking and nobody's answering their phone. She's calling up plumbing, plumbing shops and plumbing shops. Everybody's busy. Everybody, uh, and they didn't give her the time of day. Well, she finally threw word of mouth gets a hold of me. And you know what she was doing? She was shutting off her water at the main when she had a shower or when she had to do her laundry. And then she would turn it on real quick. And then before she went to work, she'd shut it off because her shower valve was just spewing out water again. Awesome. So well, at least she had to figure it out, you know, and got the they got the main shut off anyway, because it water damage is a terrible thing. Terrible thing. All the insulation was soaked back there. You could see it, you know, it pulls some out. But uh, you know, it, it's things like that. It it makes me want to do it because you know it's not a it's not a glamorous job, but you feel it when you're when your toilet's right. not going down or or you can't take a warm shower because your heater went out. Um and I think I could bring a certain professionalism to the to the scene. I at least answer my phone. Give them my schedule. Um, right. Show up clean, not cursing. You know, there's certain serious Jamal. It's it's bigger than plumbing. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I even have the words to articulate it. You know, I wish I did at this time, but I definitely didn't see it as a first year. I just saw the shovel and I and I saw hard work. And, and right. The more I move along, the more I learn from these other guys. Uh, I see my kid thinking of construction. It's it's bigger than plumbing. And I think I wouldn't get this if I was working for a non-union shop. I'm, that's why they're jumping ship, coming our way, at least here, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I, I bumped into a guy at a hardware store one time and he was looking at all his plumbing shit. Turns out what he ended up telling me was he had just spent like twenty five hundred dollars on a remodel for his kitchen and his bathroom and all the shit. And his sink was leaking. And this dude was in here ready to drop another five hundred dollars to find parts. It was a ten cent gasket. Huh. I was like, Hey, do you have this? He's like he's like, No, I don't think they have that. I'm trying to find them. I'm like, this is your <laughs> leak right there. And he's like, Really? He's like, Do you do side work? I'm like, No, but you know, here's your gasket. Have a good day, buddy. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to be in here dealing with all that shit. But I was like, just, you don't know that shit. And that's what we learned. The things that, and nobody would know it at home. Mm-hmm. But if this is what we do, you know, you learn something like that. I never would have known that shit. I'd have been the guy in there spending $500 to have somebody change my fucking sink drains. And it's easy as fuck. Right. Yeah. Learning it. Learning to do things, and when it's done, you have a product there. It's something. Yeah. It's something. And then you mess around with the other trades, and you learn just enough of each trade to be dangerous and fuck up your house and try it out. And if it doesn't work, you just try again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got no so, limitations too, because I still, if I got a bunch of wiring to do, yeah, I'm still calling an electrician. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll change a light switch. I'll change a socket. The wife knows how to shut the main off. If I start jumping which i always do just to fuck with her but you know right uh i ran a 100 year old house my house was built in the year 1900 but i i nice. run some conduit pull some wire i just don't mess with the box but i'll get it all ready for him you know right and yeah. bring it to the box it's for the dishwasher for the move the laundry and dryer upstairs so that a pregnant woman doesn't have to walk to the basement you know some serious life skills you know right yeah and saved a shit ton of money doing it. So much money. Oh my. Being in the reserves, are they working with you pretty good on that for school and work and everything? And or how'd you? I mean, like, so we've got the VIP thing here. Do you know about that, or have you done that? I'm unfamiliar. Now you're gonna call me out because I don't know shit about it. our veterans and <laughs> piping, but yeah, those veterans and piping is what it is. Uh, and I didn't know if that was something that got you into the hall or not, or what you did, maybe, but. No, yeah. But I'm assuming that they're working pretty good with all your, if you do the GI Bill or whatever and getting through school and all that stuff. And no problem so far. I'm sure it's inconvenient. Um, If if I'm gone, you know, I could be gone, you know, three weeks in, you know, at a six week period, I'm gone three weeks and it's every other week. And, you know, that sucks as an employer. But uh, so far, it worked to me. Right. How many other jobs will let you do that? Just miss a bunch of fucking time and come back whenever you want to. But, mm hmm. Or, you know, and I'm not even too worried about it. If, if it's not at this shop, you know, then it's the next shop. And it just is what it is, you know. And right, right. My, my hands do the work, you know. I don't necessarily yeah. need the the steady locale or I can go anywhere, you know. That's what right. we said last week. I don't really give a shit what the sticker on my hard hat is because mm-hmm. uh, we work for the local. We work for ourselves and we do the work. Oh, yeah. Right. There you go. I love that. I love that mentality. I do too. You know, and I mean, it's – I have – a commitment to the company that I work for. I mean, I've been with them for 20 plus years, you know, but I have worked for other contractors. I know how the game works. You know, they've invested in me to run work and that's part of the benefit of moving into leadership and supervision and stuff like that is you get, you get to go to the next job. They, they find value in that and, and you continue working. But at the same time, you know, I have, I have some loyalty to the contractor but I work for local 440, you know, that's, yeah. 
I can it, just like Josh said, sticker on the hard hat really doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, I mean it's so different than when you know my in laws and my parents were growing up. You know, they said you stick to the same company for forty years, of course. You know, and it, it's almost hard for them to to grapple with that idea. Well, no, I, I can leave, and maybe I would leave because you know this kind of work is my preference. I've seen journeymen talk that way. You know, they prefer hospitals or schools. They don't want to be bungalow busting at a house. And in plumbing, you have that option. You know, you don't have to get down on your knees. If it, the older cats, maybe they're, they're the trim guys and they've earned that right. Or I'm on the ladder because, you know, I got to earn my stripes yet. Yeah. And you can definitely dial it into what you like to do. Like the guys that like schoolhouses or even for the fitters, the guys that want to be welders or welders, shit like that. You set up on a nice box and never get dirty and never do hard work. And it's whatever you're good at. Once you find the good niche of what you're in and that's what you want to do, do it. Yeah, it's a great trade. You have that freedom. All right. Well, what else you want to do here? Because I got to go get some beer and watch this game tonight. I got to go get some beer. Yeah. I'll, uh... I was disappointed. I was uh, looking for you guys and I listen to podcasts. I love podcasts. I got the Stitcher app, though. I know it's not one of the ah, big ones, but that's where I get right. all my stuff. Yeah, yeah, out. and that's just a that's just a matter of me creating account, and that's what I that's I didn't even know what Stitcher was until I started looking at this stuff. But because it's, I mean, I got an iPhone, so I use the Apple Podcast, mm-hmm. and just went with the big ones basically. And that's just a matter of setting an account up, and getting the RRS feed or RSS feed into it. Oh, okay. You know, it's, it's it's possible. I just haven't got there yet. Yeah, it'd be nice. There's a couple of plumbing outfits doing their podcast thing and uh, some YouTube channels, and and there's an audience. Right. These guys are getting hundred hundred k hits on every video. Right. You know. Yep. Yeah. The guy I that was join up and drank and bullshit with you guys. Chad handles all yeah. the other bullshit. I don't have time for that. Oh uh, yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. Good. It's having a good time, man, and getting out and meeting new people. You know, making it making it trying to make it interesting for. People that hey, I might want to do this, you know. Yeah. Looks there's cool. Man, there's there's a teacher right now in high school wishing they had access to these videos so that they could talk to their kids about uh their options, whether it goes college or, or go to the trade. Right. Yeah. Yep. A couple yeah. We've talked about that. We've talked about that where nobody knew about this shit. You always have the army recruiters, everybody else, and then it's go to college and do fucking accounting and do business marketing. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't fucking want to do this. Right. I went to college for about four classes and I was like, I fucking hate this. I'm out. There we go. Oh yeah. So then I went and did some other work and then I decided I fucking hated that. And now here I am. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. That's kind of where I was at. You know, I, I loved high school so much. There's no way I was going to do college, right. but then I had to do five years of apprenticeships. Yeah. <laughs> I still got, got to work with my hands, so yeah, that's that's different, man. A few hours a night, oh, yeah. it's a long fucking time. It's five no, it years sucks, but but God, it's awesome. It's worth it. It is, and and it's enjoyable. You know, when you're in class with yeah. with all your classmates, and well, yeah, there's there's you, there is book work and stuff that you got to do, but there's a lot of cutting up too. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of, a lot Good of instructors, bad instructors, like yeah. long nights, short nights. It's you know, but you know for a fact you enjoyed making fun of some other apprentices too. <laughs> Every fucking night, I enjoyed. That's my daily life, bub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where we're at. You know, is 
good to talk to you, Jose. Good to meet you. Nice to nice to see another brother and you know, in another local. You know, it, but it's kinda all the same. It's it's really Shit, I'm cool glad we got you out of class for a while. Hell yeah. Well, it actually hasn't started yet. The time difference is what happened. Oh, we fucked I'm on you, central man. time. <laughs> oh geez, we should have waited to do this later. We fucked right. your whole free time up. <laughs> Yeah, we're good. We're good. I'm sure we're watching the game tonight anyway. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's, that's bar time is before class. What the fuck? <laughs> Hooters is the spot over here. Oh, no yeah. shit. We got some podunk fucking bar across the street with one waitress. Man, I wish we'd had a Hooters by our hall. Hey, uh, it'd probably be dangerous. <laughs> yeah. We just go in the bar till we get tired of waiting on her. Then it's time to hit the liquor store and head back over. So, you know. It works. There we go. So, all right, guys. Well, once you need me, I'm out of here. Uh, hey, congrats on being fucking four years into it and being ready or three years right. into it. And man, it's going to be awesome. I promise you it's going to be awesome when you're done. Oh, man, you're going to love that first fucking month where you just, what am I going to do on Monday night, on Tuesday night? Whatever the fuck I want to. Hell yeah. Right. It's awesome. <laughs> yes, indeed. Congratulations. Hope you do well. Appreciate you being here, Jose. Yeah. And what, what company was it in Indy? Ooh. Which company? Uh-oh. We, we work for companies. Woo. Hey, you know who I work for. I work for Rhodes, right? Small time. <laughs> yeah, I'm working at BMWC. BMWC. Okay, nice. Yeah, they got an office up there in Munster. We do a little bit of work in 597 jurisdiction, but. And probably 210, I think. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where Muster's at in comparison us. to where you are, but I'm, I was thinking it was 210 jurisdiction. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff up there, and uh, we do a lot of Boilermaker work up there, too. Oh, okay. Because they're, they're self in, or self-hiring. They do uh, – we have an electrician's division, sheet metal, Boilermakers, carpenters, and plumbers and pipe fitters. So they do a lot of stuff. They're all over the country now, but. Big company. You got to Portland and everywhere else, right? Oh, yeah, yep. that's awesome. Portland, Arizona. Uh, I think Canton, Ohio. They're starting a new one in North Carolina. Yeah, they're all over the country, so it's it's not a small contractor. But a lot of industrial stuff. Oh, yeah. All right, fellas. Well, thank you for your time. Cool. All right. Be good, man. All right, brother. Appreciate you. See you. Later. Another episode in the books of the Working Game Podcast. Hung out with Jose Rosario from Local 210 out of Northwest Indiana, Maryville, I believe. I appreciate the time that he's spent and the support that that Bill, his training director, has given us and getting this information out, helping us spread the word and about the benevolence and the quality of life that the UA promotes through employment, benefits, retirement, and just the all-around work that we do to support and better the communities that we work and live in. If this stuff interests you, please come back. There's more to come. we got more episodes and interviews that are all lined up. going to be getting with some other people from different locals. I've been talking to Bill Kaloida, about a 400 in Wisconsin. going to get some of those people pulled in with us. 
more people lined up from 210, level 3, 440. Hoping to branch out more soon, so please spread the word. Get it out there if there's somebody you know that would be interested in plumbing or pipe fitting and has the ability to work with their hands and the ethics to do the right thing. That's what we're looking for. So share it, get it out there. Thank you for being here. This is Chad with the Working Game Podcast. Don't forget to run down there in the show notes and check out the links for everything that I've mentioned here. Thank you. Until next time, we'll see you.